so much that your grace holds us, Lord God. We thank you so much that, that you are the one who holds us all together. All we need is you, Lord God. We trust in you. Thank you, Lord God, that you're the one we build our lives on, Lord Jesus. You're the one that, that when we put our trust in, you're the one who changes our country, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that as we, as we, as we worship and love you, Lord God. You're the one who changes our country, changes our outlook, Lord God. Father God, we, we put our trust in you, Lord God. We want to be the church that is built on the rock that is you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father God, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you continue to show us your goodness um, throughout the rest of this service, Lord God. Help us to learn something. Help us to understand something. Holy Spirit, speak to each one of us uh, afresh and anew. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Welcome to New Beginnings. Uh, if you don't know who I am, my name is Pastor Andy Henry, and um, we are excited to be back in the uh, building again. Uh, we've been outside for a while, and um, so this is our second week back in inside, and it's been great. It's been good. Uh, God is always good. He is always working, no matter what's going on, um, and uh, it was it was good to have somebody to help fill in, uh, so I'm, I'm grateful for, uh, you know, the, the servant heart that, um, that Quinn has willing to come help as, um, as our worship leader, Megan, is taking a break, because it's always good to take a break and refresh, right? Amen. So we're thankful that she, she's, she's uh, able to have that break, and we ask that uh, when she comes back, she'll give Evan a little bit of a break, too, with, with their little guy, so... Everybody needs a break sometimes, but I'm continuing uh, talking about Into the Depths, and so last week we looked at um, a couple of the uh, gifts or benefits of the Holy Spirit, and so this week I'm going to be talking about um, faith. I'm going to be talking a lot about faith today, and I found that there's three different types of faith. Um, when when I was doing research and I was like, you know, praying and looking into it, um, there's a lot of people have different ideas of faith, and when you type in like different types of faith, you get you get one, you get three, you get five. You got, I got 14 one time, which I thought was a little bit silly that they that they were saying there's 14 different types of faith. Um, but faith is a very important part of uh, the Christian walk. Amen. And so I want to start with this first verse, uh, Habakkuk 2, uh, verse 4, and it says but the righteous ones will live by faith or by his faith. And so it's interesting that when you, when you look at the Old Testament, there's actually, actually it says faithfulness right there. So it is translated as uh, the word faith here is only actually written twice in the Old Testament, which I found really interesting. And the first one is, is talking about people who have faith in the wrong thing. And this one is actually talking about um, when the people of Israel are in captivity and they're striving on their own merit, and, and God looks down, and Habakkuk is like, what's wrong? We're trying to do our best, and he says, but the righteous person will live by faith. The righteous person will live by faith. And so the three types of faith I want to look at this morning, because I, I boiled them down to three different types. And so the first one is given faith, the second one is chosen faith, and the third one is supernatural faith. So given faith, chosen faith, and supernatural faith. And the reason I believe that, that these four are these three different types of faith actually 
are uh, real as opposed to 14 different types uh, because theirs were kind of silly. One was like weak faith, one was little faith, and I was like, how are those different? And But anyway, so given faith is what I'm going to start with today because I believe that there is a measure of faith that is given to every single person for salvation. So if you look at Romans 12, verse 3 through 8, it says, For by grace... For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think yourselves with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of you, each has one body with many members, and these members do not have the same function, in, so in, in Christ we through many form one body and each member all to all excuse me and to each member belongs to all the others we have gift we have different gifts according to the grace given each of us if your gift is prophecy then prophesy in accordance with your faith if it is serving then serve if it is teaching then teach if it is to encourage then in then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So we all have different gifts, right? So this is, this is one of the main, main um, verses that talk about the spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so he's pointing out a few different ones, but what he says here in the beginning is the grace or the faith God has distributed to each of you. There is, there is faith that has been distributed, and in, in other translations it says a measure of faith has been given. So maybe yours says a measure of faith. But the Apostle Paul is pointing out that faith is a gift. A faith, faith for salvation is a gift. We can't take it. It's a gift. God is the one who bestows it, right? He, he allows because we, we see that that in John 3.16, for God's love the world that he gave, right? It is for all people. There is a measure of faith that allows people to come to Christ. It is through the Holy Spirit who draws all men unto God, right? So that um, this measure of faith, this, this given faith, it's, it's not human faith, but it's a measure of faith that, that gives the, well, maybe God is real. Maybe right? It's that, it's that wondering. It's that idea. And Paul goes on in, in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 to also point out this whole given faith. He said, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this, not from yourselves, it is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. It is a gift of God. Faith is a gift of God. We, so we, we sometimes uh, put so much stock into, into our, our faith that, that sometimes we forget that salvation is through faith that is a gift of God. And I, I, I know uh, the majority of you here uh, have accepted this kind of faith, right? But as we're, as we're ministering to other people as we're talking to friends, family members, and other people. Remember, the, the, 
the faith that comes for salvation is a gift of God. It's not by works so that no one can boast. So Paul, in, in Romans and Ephesians, he's pointing out this type of faith that has nothing to do with the person, has everything to do with God. God is the one who saves us. God is the one who transforms lives and makes us a new creation inside of our hearts. It's our job to say yes, right? But it's, but it's God who has given us the ability to accept. It's that given faith. And so Martin Luther King Jr. said, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Even when you don't see the whole staircase, you're willing to take that first step because you know and you believe that it is there. You know and believe that God will provide for what he said, right? It's, it's that first step because when, when, when you're a person who, who doesn't know Christ, you're a person who who uh, doesn't have that kind of faith, there is, there is that great step of faith that you must take in order to come to Christ. That first step, even when you can't see the rest of the staircase. That first step. Chosen, or excuse me, given faith is the faith that God has bestowed on all of us. We all have a, an inkling or a measure of faith that has been given to us. And most of us here, uh, we, uh, we here, we have accepted that, that, that yes, I have, I have taken that faith. I have changed, I have been changed from the inside out. And it's a gift of God, that faith. And we've created, we've started on the journey. And once you've started on that journey, then we come to the chosen faith. Because given faith is what God has for us. Each, uh, when we're, when we're, baby Christians or when we're not saved. He, he bestows, he, he gives generously the, the ability to come to him. And then once we accept that, then we're in chosen faith. And most of us here, if not all of us here, would, would be living in, in, the, in the stage, I'm going to call it, of chosen faith. And so Romans 10, 17, maybe many of you have uh, heard this verse before, but consequently, faith comes from hearing the message or the word, and the, the word is heard through, and the message is heard from the word of God. I feel like that translation is faith. Consequently, faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ or of Christ, right? So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That's what we say, right? And that's where we are. That's, that, that's the chosen faith that we have decided that every day we are going to put our trust in God. We, 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 we took that first step, and maybe we still can't see the rest of the staircase, but I, I'm daily going to say, yep, I'm, I'm trusting. Yep, I'm doing more. Yep, God, help me to believe. And then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So as we, as we read the Bible, as we pray, as we listen, as we go to church, as we listen to music, as we do these things, our faith continues to grow. Our faith is built, and chosen faith is the faith that can grow. Just like Jude says in uh, chapter 1, verse 20, he says, but, uh, but you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, build yourselves up every day in the most holy faith. And so uh, most of us, we're, we're, we're not in the given faith, but God has given faith to all people. So wherever you are, whatever you see, whatever you read, know that God has a desire for that person, and he has, he has given 
a little bit of the Holy Spirit, right? So we, we talked um, a couple weeks ago on Pentecost. We, we talked about the Holy Spirit was poured out onto all flesh, right? And so, so Peter got up there, and he started preaching to everyone, and he st- said things. But then what happened to the people who just heard it? The Holy Spirit was speaking to them too. They, they were cut to the heart because the Holy Spirit was poured out onto all people. The Holy Spirit is ministering. The Holy Spirit is, is speaking to everyone, not just us who believe here which is helpful for us. That means if we're saying things, we're stepping out and saying, hey, you know, you want to come to church with me? Hey, do you want to know Christ? Whatever it may be, the Holy Spirit is speaking to them, and it's not our job to draw all men onto him, but it's the Holy Spirit that does the work. But we are able to build ourselves up in the most holy faith every day if we're willing to read the word, if we're willing to uh, pray, if we're willing to listen to the Holy Spirit chosen faith. And then so uh, I quoted Martin Luther King Jr. I'm going to quote Martin Luther just because I thought it was fun. Um, They have the same name, not the same guy though, right? But Martin Luther said, faith is a living, daring confidence in God's grace. So, so sure and certain that a man could stake his life on it a thousand times. Faith is a living. He's talking about this idea of this chosen faith, this this faith that needs to be day and day and day, day by day, growing and 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 working on our hearts as we're as we're listening to the Holy Spirit, as we're reading the Word, as we're worshiping through worship, uh, music. Whatever's going on, we are building ourselves up in the most holy faith because there is a gift of faith that we have been given. We accepted his, his grace, his mercy for salvation. And now we have the responsibility to choose it every day. And as we choose it, he will build us up in it. He will give us more. We will, we will be lifted up. There's so many examples um, in the Bible of, of people who had great faith, right? And we could probably name most of them. You know, Abraham, Moses, Joshua, uh, Peter, you know, um, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I mean, I could keep going, right? But Abraham had faith in the promise that God had given him that he was going to be made into a great nation even when God asked him to sacrifice Isaac, right? He was willing to put Isaac on that altar. He was willing to take that first step when he had no idea how it was going to work out. But he was willing to be obedient. Moses had faith that God was going to lead them into the promised land because he said he was going to. He obeyed when he saw the Egyptians coming and they were stuck at the Red Sea and he was thinking, oh no, we're stuck here, but I don't really exactly know what to do because that's an ocean or a sea and there's people coming behind us to kill us. But he obeyed when God said, raise your staff and the waters parted. Joshua had faith that he was going to take the promised land when he came and he heard a report of giant walls with giants behind them. And God said, just walk around it. Don't worry about it, just walk around it. So what did he do? He obeyed and walked around it. And then the disciples, um, as they were learning, learning what faith was and, and, and how to live by faith, Jesus was still there, right? And so, so in... Um, in Matthew 8, in Matthew 8, 
the story is that Jesus was ministering to people, right? So, so Jesus is ministering to people on this side of the, on this side of the, uh, the red, or not the Red Sea, the, the Sea of Galilee. And so Jesus told the disciples, we're going to go over to the other side. So they got in a boat. You guys know the rest of the story? They got in the boat. And then, and then so they started going across the water. And Jesus decided to take a nap because he was tired from ministering. And he knew what was happening. He took a nap. And then what happened? There was wind. There was waves. And the sea and the storm came up. And the disciples started starting getting fearful. They started not understanding. They, were, they didn't have faith anymore. They were giving up. And they, they went down to Jesus and they said, Jesus, don't you care about us? What's wrong with you? Wake up. Help us. And so in verse 26, Jesus replies, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Okay. Ready? Then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves, and it was completely calm. Then he rebuked the waves. So what was Jesus talking about? What, what faith was Jesus saying you just need to trust and rely on? Was it that he, that, that Jesus had the, the ability and the power to stop the, stop the waves and the storm? Or was it in Jesus' words saying, we're here, we're going here because I know I need to be here because on the other side of that uh, sea was a demon-possessed man who needed him. Sometimes we're, we're in the midst of, of difficult times, but God knows the other side. And yes, God can calm the storm, and he did. But where is your faith? You have little faith in that storm. Sometimes we, 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 we want our faith built up and not have storms. But storms in life come. You have little faith. Why are you so afraid? We were here, and I said, we're going there. Why didn't you just trust and obey that we were going to make it? to hear. That was difficult. You know, just like, just like Abraham, you know, putting Isaac on that altar and tying him up and being like, well, I guess I got to kill him now. That's not easy. Just like Joshua walking around that city. That's not easy. Where is your faith? In the journey, the chosen faith every day as we, as we wake up, as we make choices to say, God, I trust you. I know you said this, and I don't see it yet. All I see is the wind and the waves, or all I see is this giant wall, or all I see is an army behind me and a sea in front of me. All I see are those things, but I'm going to trust your word and not that you are going to take it away right now. I'm going to trust that you said we're getting to the other side. My faith is in you and your words, not in what I see. Don't lose faith. It's hard sometimes. It's hard sometimes when, when the waves are coming, when, when you feel like you're, you're in, in, in a desert, in a wilderness, or you feel like you're in a storm. It's hard sometimes. You of little faith. Is your faith being built up daily? need to put all of your trust, all of your faith. Choose every day to put your faith in Christ 
and what he has done for you and through the power of the Holy Spirit, knowing that the Holy Spirit is the one who rules and reigns over this world. So his plans, his, his outcome will always come out the way he wants it to. But we must choose to not look at the situation and say, well, if I just, if I was, if the disciples, they just, you know, believed better, then the storm wouldn't have happened. That's not what Jesus said. He said, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid of the storm? He is the Lord of the storm. He is the Lord over our problems. He is the Lord over our thoughts. He is the Lord over all these things. Sometimes we can forget that he may not take away the storm, but he will always get us through it. He will always get us through it. But we got to trust that the other side is there. That the sea isn't all there is. There is another side. There is another side. And then, uh, so James talks about this too, as, as uh, he talks a lot about faith. But in James 2, verse 17 through 18, he says, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. I love that. Faith, chosen faith, is an obedience. Just like these, these men from the Old Testament, chosen faith is obedience. It's obedience to, to take the time to open this and read it. It's obedience saying, Okay, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I will take that first step. I will take that second step. I don't know, but I know you. So that's good enough. Sometimes we, 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 we fall into the, you know, I, I want to know the plan. I want to know the next step. I want to know, I want to know. But everything that God does is wonderful. Do we believe that? Everything that God does is perfect. So if we believe that, we can trust and have confidence that as we build our faith, our faith is not in a thing. Our faith is not in what we see. Our faith is not in, in, in our thoughts. Our faith is in God, period. So I have an il- illustration um, to show you every, uh, this morning. And so uh, this is a helium tank. And so um, uh, it's, it's fun, but nobody can... Uh, so, I want to illustrate faith with this, this tank right here, okay? So, um, now forgive me if I'm not the best at this. I just learned how to do it yesterday. So, I think I can do it. So, chosen faith. Sometimes we, 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 we accept the given faith and we become Christians and we're, we're ready and then, and then we fall into this deeds or works versus faith. Right? And so sometimes we, 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 look at, we look at what we're doing and we look at our, our, um, our thoughts and our attitudes towards a problem. And sometimes we put our faith in that. Sometimes uh, I, I, I read in a, in a book just the other day that some people end up putting their faith in their faith. And so sometimes we can, we, we can see these two balloons, right, as, as uh, our faith. 
And so we have been given faith to help us grow, right? We can build up our faith. But we can sometimes put our trust and our faith in, in our good confession or in what we know is right or what we believe in or what we can see, and then our faith is like this balloon. Right? Our faith is like this balloon, and so we, 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 we put all of our stock in this balloon, and we're, we're, we, we got it. We got this balloon, and we're saying, yes, I, I know this is real because I'm believing it, and I can see it, and look, I'm building up my faith, and here it is. It's up here, and it's holding me up, except it can't because our faith is in the wrong thing. A lot of times, um, just like uh, Habakkuk, Hab- yeah, just like Habakkuk, the people were putting their faith in the wrong thing. And sometimes we can mistakenly put our faith in the wrong thing. And it's very difficult that, that we, we, can, we can feel like and we can believe we have so much faith, but really we don't. And we're, we're missing out on what God is really showing us. Because sometimes, uh, we, you know, God has given us a thing and then we, 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 start to, we start to move into, I believe it because I believe it versus he is God. And we know that he is right and he has always got our back. But when, we're, when we know, when we know that our faith is in God, he's the one who daily, he fills us up when our faith is daily being built up. Our faith is... There we go. I figured it out. But daily, our faith is being built up. Not in, in the thing that we can see and not in, in our, our hope, but our faith is simply in God. Our faith is simply in God, knowing that He is the one who is over all things and He controls everything, and he's, his work is good. And uh, so Robin said this when we were talking about the message, and um, I believe it was a word from the Lord, and so I'm going to share it with you guys, but it was not me who got this word, but Robin. God's plans and purposes are always good, right? We would all believe that? Everything from God is good. Every good gift comes from God. But she said, everything in life is either good or sad. Good or sad. Sometimes we, 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 can, we can view things, and I believe that's how God wants us to view the world. Not as, as good or bad, but God's plans and purposes. Because do we believe God is bigger than all things? Do we believe God can do all things? Is God really, really bigger and stronger, and he can do all things? Is he the creator of the whole world? Amen? So he can take every situation, every situation, and will use it for the good of those who love him. Do we believe that verse too? So even if it's sad, does that make it bad? It may be hard. It may be sad. But if our faith is in what we're holding, if our faith is, well, this is a good thing and this is a bad thing, and I'm going to put my faith in the good things, it's going to be down there because we're putting our faith in the things. But do we put our faith in God and say, yeah, I don't know what's happening, but daily I'll choose to trust you. Daily I choose to trust you. I I don't see it. Right now I'm real sad. Right now I don't know how to handle this. 
I see the wind and the waves, and I don't know what to do, but I know you do. I know you do. I know you do. Lord, I trust you. I give it to you. I will let you. And, and so in, in my effort, am I raising this balloon? How is this balloon raising? How is this balloon going up? When I let go. When we let go of, of our strength, when we let go of our desires, and we're saying, Lord, I trust you to take it. Build me up because I'm reading your word and I'm saying, okay, you, you want me to, to take those steps and, and do those works and I will trust you. I don't, know, I don't know how to do this. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if, if, it'll, if it'll work, but I trust you, so I'm letting go. I let go. When you let go in faith, that's when your faith is built up. When you let go. Because it's easy to try to hold on to something say, yep, look, look at my faith, look at, look at how, look, look at how high I'm trying to make it. Trust that daily, if you're listening to his voice, you're reading his word, and you're taking those steps that when he says jump, you don't just say how high, you just start jumping. Because if he says something, you know that he wants you to do it. He says, we're on this side of the, this side of the lake, we're getting to the other. And so as the storm rages and the things happen, you just let go. Say, yeah, I trust. I trust. And that's what chosen faith is. Chosen faith is letting go. Saying, I know you can do it. I trust you. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to put my faith in my my confidence in what I can see. I'm going to let go. Just let go and let God take over. Because we know he's the one holds the world in his hands, not us. In our weakness, he is strong. Isn't that a wonderful thought? In our weakness, he is strong. Anybody struggle with weakness? Anybody get worried, tired, scared, upset? There's a lot of things. We just get overwhelmed sometimes. In our weakness, he is strong when we let go. We let go. I trust you with my weakness because he will catch us, right? People talk about the trust fall. God is the ultimate trust fall catcher because he will always catch us when we know that even if it feels like he's sleeping and our world is getting turned upside down and we feel like it's the end, he is right there. And his word said, you're getting through this. Trust his words. Chosen faith. It's an important, it's an important part of, of taking that step. And so as, as we're, we're all living in this, in this place of chosen faith, I know I've been talking about the gifts or the benefits of the Holy Spirit, and this is not the faith listed in uh, 1 Corinthians. This is the faith that we show through our works. This is the faith that we get to choose daily building ourselves up in the most holy faith. But the faith uh, that Paul writes about in 1 Corinthians, I'll put this over here. Maybe. I don't want to touch the light. It might pop. Let's do this. Um, so 1 Corinthians talks about another kind of faith, and this is the third kind of faith, the supernatural faith that we see from 1 Corinthians 
God bless you. So the third type of faith is, is from 1 Corinthians 12. And so remember, there is given faith that is all about God, and there is chosen faith that is also all about God. And supernatural faith is also all about God. So, so uh, 1 Corinthians 12, I'm going to start on verse 4 and go through 11. It says, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God who works. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To the one who is given uh, through the Spirit a message of wisdom, and to another a message of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another miracle, miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of the one spirit and the same spirit the one and same spirit and he distributes them to each as he determines so faith here is is linked to healings and miracles and so uh, there are different understandings of what it, what it means faith here, but in essence, there is a supernatural faith that we can have for something, whether it's for a healing, whether it's for a, a decision, whether it's for whatever it is. And so the, um, the examples that were given uh, in the things I read were a lot of different examples. And... But the one I want to share with you this morning, a, an example of supernatural faith for something. And it's a lot like given faith for salvation. But it's given faith that is overwhelmingly understanding of simple belief. Because it's all about God, remember? All of, all of faith is simply God. Simply putting our trust in God. It's not ours, but it's His. So in, in Luke 8, uh, 43 through 47, is the, the story of the, the woman with the issue of blood. And it says, and a woman was there who had, a, had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him, meaning Jesus, and touched the edge of his cloak. And immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowded and pressing against you. Peter's a smart guy. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know the, that power has gone out of me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not be unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. We, we believe that, that healing can come uh, through laying on of hands. Healing, healing is a thing that as we pray collectively, people, we see and experience healing for people. But this kind of faith is, is personal. Your faith has healed you. So 
if it's a if it's a healing or if it's like Paul. So another example that that was said was Paul um, knew that that even though there were people in a town or an area who were planning on and trying to kill him, he knew that God wanted him to be there or God wanted him to go to a certain way, so he went there. Even though everyone around him said, you're not, that's a, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. But he knew beyond the shadow of a doubt, supernaturally, faith in what God had said. So as, we, as, we're, as we're looking at this, it, it's a little confusing, right? Because there's, there's faith that's given for salvation, and that's pretty, under, you know, pretty easy to understand. And then there's faith that we choose to grow in every day, but it's still all about God. It's all about letting go. And then there's faith that's even beyond that. And so I believe that what they're getting at here is that no matter how, how much we are building ourselves up in the most holy faith, there is a supernatural faith for something personal that goes beyond anything that we can grow in and build ourselves up in. There is a faith that is beyond that. And the Holy Spirit is the one who bestows that onto people. And so Paul writes that we should be eagerly desiring the greater gifts. Is there something that you need right now that maybe you've been, you've been praying about or you've been uh, asking God for help for a long time? Do you need that supernatural faith? Because it's been really difficult. Daily you've gotten up and, and you said, I, I, I trust you. You've built yourself up daily in the most holy faith, but you need more for that thing that's going on in your heart and in your mind. Personal, personal faith. So wherever you are in this faith journey, you want to, play a little bit. Wherever you are in this faith journey, it's important that you continue to build yourself up in the most holy faith. And you do that by letting go, by giving it to God, not holding on and saying, I'm going to hold fast to this, but I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let go. If it's good or if it's sad, you know that God has you. So I want you guys to do something before everybody puts everything away. Could everybody get out a little piece of paper or a pen or something that you can write on or think about maybe if you don't have something to write on? And what I want you to do right now as, as, he's, as he's playing a little bit, I'm going to pray and I want everybody to think about that thing that is, that is personal, that thing that you've been, that you've been thinking about or, or ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you right now. What do you need greater faith for today? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to trust Him? What is it, that supernatural faith that you say, Lord God, please give me this because I don't know how to handle it anymore. What is it? I want you to write down something put it down somewhere that you can think of it. So do that. What, what is it that God's speaking to you? Holy Spirit, speak to all of us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We know, Lord God, that we're on a faith journey, Lord God. We want to trust you in all that we do. We don't want to put our trust in our strength, in, in, in our power, Lord God, but in our weakness, Lord God. We want to let go and be the weak ones for you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that this faith 
that our faith is being built up, Lord God, that our faith is powerful, our faith is supernatural, to see lives changed, to see hearts mended, to see countries come back, Lord God. Father God, starts with us, Lord Jesus. What is that thing? Father God, reveal that deep thing in our hearts that we need to trust you for, Lord God. Holy Spirit, minister to us. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you that you're giving us faith. Faith to see the other side. Not faith to make it go away, but faith knowing that you are right there. And we can let go because you're there. And you are God. And you are the creator. You're the one who creates. You're the one who holds everything together. So whatever it is, we don't have to be afraid. Father God, build our faith. Give us supernatural faith for those things, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're ministering life and hope and peace to all of us. Holy Spirit, continue to speak to the hearts and minds, Lord God. What is it through this message through this teaching that you want to speak, Lord God. Now I pray that that you take and you let go those things that you've written down, those things that you're thinking in your heart, in your mind, you let them go to God because He is with you. Whether you feel like you're in a desert, in front of a wall, with a, with a sea and an army behind, you know, in front of you and behind you, and you just don't know the way out, continue to take that step, even when you don't see the rest of the staircase. He is there and He will hold you in His arms. All of those things that you wrote down, remember them, cast them to Him. Cast your cares on Christ for He cares for you. Put your trust and hope in Christ, not in the thing. He is the one who holds you. He is the one who gives you strength, power, and ability. Father God, I ask, Lord God, that you continue to show mercies and grace to everyone here, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for your, for your faith that has been bestowed onto all of us. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you continue to lift us up in, your, in faith in you and your words, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that through our actions, we can show you our great faith, Lord God, as we take those steps, as we, as we do those things, Lord God, as we raise our hands, as we walk around the walls, as we build the altars, Lord God. Whatever you're calling us to do, Lord God, we want to be obedient. Show our faith through our actions. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for everyone here, Lord Jesus. Father God, I ask that you continue to give um, peace and hope, Lord God, 
Father God, for this offering, I ask, Lord Jesus, that you continue uh, to bless the offering, Lord Jesus. Thank you for everything, every gift, every giver, Lord Jesus. And we ask, Lord God, that you, that you uh, multiply the offering, Lord God, so that we can in turn bless your people, bless this community, and bless this church, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. So as you leave, you can put your offering in the bucket.